Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the first episode of Milk and Screams. This is so bizarre. A new podcast with us, your boys. But who are your boys? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't know us personally, our names are Kyle and Jacob. Um, I doubt that anyone listening to the first episode is going to be like, you know. Who are you? Not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we are Kyle and Jacob. Uh, the record it's jacob currently well he was <laughs> introing i'm kyle <laughs> that's I'm jacob, jacob. That's there you right. go and um obviously we're new at podcast <laughs> <laughs> that must be clear by this point yeah um and uh the idea behind this podcast is um people have often told us that we have interesting conversations interesting views at times opposing views on different topics and we thought we could monetize that. So we, <laughs> so we, we decided to start a podcast together and um, record it. And I think definitely more than that, just to create, we've always wanted to do a podcast in general because we both love podcasts and it seems like a fun thing to do. So we're doing it. Yeah. Also, the views that we have opposing things on, most of those things are not political things. <laughs> this is not a political podcast. Absolutely not. About the views of the president and all that nonsense. In um, fact, I'd like it if we never talked about the president. <laughs> I would here. love to not talk about politics on this. That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, and this is still uh, in development. So we're still working on a lot of the uh, ins and outs of this thing, but we're hoping uh we can just become a regular thing that you know maybe we can make some money off of this yeah but for right now it is just for fun uh it's a very lighthearted thing so uh we're just super excited to do something together yeah it didn't it didn't really cost that much money to get some pretty decent equipment and it doesn't cost anything to just throw it out there onto the internet so you know figured if not now living together then when are we actually going to do it so yeah Good segue, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we figured um, instead of just jumping right into it, we should probably introduce uh, ourselves and like introduce how we became friends because some of you might only know one of us or none of us. So uh, we figured we should just give a background and just you know jump right into it. So to start, um, we grew up in the same town together, going to the same church, and we probably met. I think we were probably seven years old, if I had to guess. I think we've now assumed seven is, I think is that's, the appropriate age. That's a general assumption we give to everybody, so let's just throw it here, too. Seven years old, we met. We met at seven years old, which we're now 22, yep. both of us. So, quick math, Kyle, go ahead. No, 15 years. 15 years. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Uh, I don't know. It's, like, it's, a, nice, it's a good number. It's a good go. just... Even but not even technically number. <laughs> Took the word right out of my, my mouth. Even not even. <laughs> um, so we've known each other for 15 years. Um, and we didn't even really start out as best friends per se. We, we just kind of were associates and like really, you know, we, we, had, a big, we had a big group of friends that we were all um, close with at that time. Yeah. If you've ever been in a church setting yourself there's normally like this a huge group of people that end up being together or like a youth group and so we were all just very around each other all the time inside of church and at school because those were the people that we were always the closest with so we had a big group of friends yeah um we're both from crespi florida i guess i guess we can just say that uh, yeah we're not famous who cares <laughs> we're, not, we're not famous yet or you know whatever um super small town in florida um in the panhandle. In the panhandle. So, um, shortly after that, uh, we went to the same high school because there's only one high school. 
and uh, the Bulldogs. <laughs> go Crestview Bulldogs. <laughs> um, and we, uh, we started. We were hanging around the same group of friends uh, that we were going to church with at school and having lunch with them, and you know, fellowshipping with them at school um, until our tenth grade year, um, when we all had different lunches. And me and Kyle were the lone two people in one lunch. And why would we make other friends when we could just... Just be <laughs> only each other's friends? Yeah. Why only... would I go meet new people when I can be better friends with this people? Exactly. So um, we ate lunch together every single day. Every day. For 10th grade year. Um, and not in the lunchroom either. We ate in the room of a professor who like who, who allows kids to just kind of eat lunch in his room professor i've been in college too long he's just a teacher <laughs> he's just a teacher um we I, ate lunch in his classroom every <laughs> single day where we were I, not alone there were other little groups of two or three in there but basically alone yeah a good setup if i if i if i could say so myself thank you for setting that up kyle you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we um we ate lunch in there every day and we had some really good times we always uh talked and we like i remember i remember those times being some of the best times in high school oh for sure just eating lunch together and it's so crazy um how our humor grew together and like we grew to like the same things and the same people like the same content yeah. and stuff like that like on youtube and stuff like that and there was a point just to get a frame of reference of like how close we got at that point <laughs> there is a point that we had we both had a crush on the same girl at oh, the same time this. and so what we ended up doing and i remember this so clearly not that i remember what i wrote on it but i definitely wrote up a contract on notebook paper <laughs> i didn't type anything or print it i hand wrote a contract a notebook paper that was like a page front and back that said you're not allowed to say anything to her and i'm not allowed to say anything to her nope. we are solidarity brothers Neither of us can have her because <laughs> both of us can't have her. And we signed it with whatever signatures we had at the time. And I don't think we spoke about it ever again. Yeah, that's I got to admit, that's pretty weird now that I think that's about it. so weird <laughs> that like we we made a contract over a girl. But regardless, that's that was, very high school. That was 10th grade. Us. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, So. uh. After that, we both went to the same uh, community college too, um, and uh, I don't even know the mascot. I was gonna say go mascot. I don't remember the mascot. Go Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> I forgot about that completely. I hated that school. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best school, but we both uh, we both made it through. Yeah, we did. But state college just feels like high school, but with less friends. I guess. Like, well, for me at least, I would just go and. I would have whatever classes I had and then I would drive right back home. Like there's not like a, a community that's happening. Like you're not in all these extracurriculars where you're making friends with other people that might be outside your classes and you're not making friends with the people in your classes because none of you live near each other. So it doesn't even make sense to. Yeah. So you just kind of go to class and you leave and it's still just desks in a room with 30 people. It feels exactly like high school, but you're paying for it now. <laughs> it is not great. I guess I guess that I mean you kind of had different experiences at Northwest. Um and I, Yeah, for and sure. I, and I'll agree with you like the first year that I was there and I wasn't a part of the arts program, uh 
that was a pretty similar thing. I did make a few little friends that I would go out to lunch with every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, I had tiny little things that just to help with homework or whatever. And I still like follow I them those. on Snapchat, but like... Uh, yeah, I, I still follow some of them too on Snapchat. Don't talk to them ever. Yeah, never. Um, but because I was at the arts program uh, and I was doing plays and like rehearsing with people, I actually obviously have friends that uh, I still talk to, you know, on a weekly basis and catch up with every once in a while. So I, I think that's probably where we you know differ i guess in a sense there are ways to like there are ways to and not to be involved at a state college for but, sure but it just feels like there's so little to do as uh, for me for instance because i was going through to get um my mechanical engineering degree i was just getting my aa so that i could transfer right. to university of florida and i wasn't doing the arts like you were which and I love your friends that you made at the arts. I Great. hung out with them a lot too. Love y'all because you made the friends, mm -hmm. um, and I love those guys. But outside of them, I didn't make any other friends, and not really by choice, but as just kind of a side effect of being there. Like the sec for me, the second I stepped on campus, I just had the life drained out of me, and I didn't want to be there. The Even class though I was there. <laughs> but we were taking the same classes i was taking all these some like like some general sciences or like my calc 2 and cal 3 classes and i was taking jazz <laughs> which honestly would be so much fun to take but i didn't i don't really get that leisure and obviously neither of us are dogging state college it helped me to out have a job and save myself a whole lot of money before i transferred to university so mm -hmm. like it was it was great that i stayed home for a couple of years and did that but just experience wise when you just single out the college itself and the experience of me and the college was not great yeah um yeah definitely not dogging on state college but um i had a great time <laughs> i i had a lot of fun met new people had stayed in contact with some old friends from high school even so that's that was pretty great times um so there was some time that we spent apart as well. Right. Because um, cause you, you and I started Northwest at the same time, but you were pretty much like a year ahead of me. Yeah. So we both graduated high school in 2016. And then we both stayed at State College. And I stayed there for two years and got my AA. And then I transferred to the University of Florida in 2018. So the 2018-2019 school year, and then the 2019 to 2020 school year, I was here at UF and Jacob was still back home. Right. And I was here making a whole bunch of new friends that I finally got to on a real college campus. Um, people who... A real college campus. <laughs> going there. Jeez. You know what I mean. <laughs> people who I deeply love the way that you, I'm sure, deeply love the people, the friends that you made at Northwest. Mm -hmm. um, but... Since then, so we had those two years, and obviously whenever I was back, we would always hang out every chance we got. Yeah. Uh, just because we were best friends, and, you know, a Pokemon game would come out, and we would get super excited for it, and we would sit there and play it for hours because we we're would. children. We are children. <laughs> um, but now, this semester, uh, this being the fall of 2020, mm -hmm. I was obviously coming back to do my last year of my uh, bachelor's. And back in January of this year, um, we had kind of thrown around the idea of living together while I was doing school here and him trying to come down and get in the arts program. And then at the beginning of this year, at some point, we were just kind of like, 
I guess we just kind of did it. Like, I don't really remember the sequence of events that happened that both of us said, let's get an apartment. Well, there was this one little thing. Um, what was it called? Um, COVID. That oh, that's happened. right. <laughs> that happened. Um, honestly, I think without COVID, we probably wouldn't be living together. Well, I don't know because, like, I signed the lease for the apartment in January. Right, but I'm saying, like, as far as I go, because this is how I remember it. I mean, this has only happened this year, but I auditioned at UF in January, and because of COVID, my transcripts got, like, lost in the mail from... I, I partly blame Northwest because they're notorious for losing transcripts. Um, but, uh, they got lost like several times and I sent multiple copies and they, they kept saying my transcripts were not complete at, on UF's end. That sounds like a state college. Sure does. So we, I say we, I ended up uh, not being able to go in the fall semester. Um, but in June, I pretty much, I had to make a decision. This is after three months of eternal suffering because of COVID (laughs) and, changing the way we live um so i had a bunch of stuff preoccupying me and stress at home so i said you know what even though i'm not going down for school right now i still need to get out of this little town and spread my wings a little bit so i pulled the trigger and said i need to move and i moved and i i knew i had a roommate in gainesville so i said i'm i'm still going to move to gainesville um so now we're living together. Yes, in a two-bedroom, two-bath. It's just us. Yeah, it's just us in this apartment. And it's, that's great for a podcast, then. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, so um, We're just kind of in the living room on our kitchen table. <laughs> yep. Uh, so We literally, I think 20 minutes ago, if maybe a little bit more, we tried. We had some audio problems, and then we went and sat in my closet for 10 minutes. Because I have a walk-in closet here. We went and sat in there for 10 minutes trying to... See if sound was better in there. It wasn't. So then it we dragged not. everything back out here. Yep. Um, so it's been a hassle, but we're the only ones here. So we can have as much hassle as we want and no one gets to complain. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, so that's kind of where we are. And we were having like these late night conversations about like tons of different stuff. And we make each other laugh and like, like almost to the point of tears. And we we're like, we have to be able to share this somehow. And obviously we both listen to tons of podcasts. Like shout out to Ear Biscuits. Oh yeah, God loves them. Ear Biscuits. <laughs> um, some you know we we love all kinds of podcasts. So, um, we're trying this out. There is one thing that I'm worried about is that Jacob and I have this way that we make each other laugh. That really, I don't know if our sense of humor is when we're together makes a whole lot of sense to outsiders. Like, we make I each agree. other laugh with the dumbest things. And so something we would cackle at, some people would just have no reaction to whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, I that's not something that's worried me. I just, I, I hope Maybe it's... not worry is the right word, but we'll make each other laugh and we're going to do it here and we're going to have fun doing it. So that's, that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Yeah, for but sure. But also a little bit that matters is if we make money. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit that matters. Um, so... Now that you know a little bit of our backstory, um, we still want to give a proper introduction to like who we are as people a little bit. Um, obviously, we don't want to give everything away in the first episode, but uh, we we, we want to uh, go ahead and just give you like some things, snappy things that you need to know. But there's a little bit of a twist. Ooh, since I like me, twists. Since me and Kyle, Kyle, Kyle <laughs> <laughs> call me that for no one. Since me and Kyle already know so much 
about each other and already know each other so well. We've known each other for 15 years. We thought it would be fun if we both introduced each other. So I will be introducing Kyle, and he'll be introducing me, and hopefully uh, we both give e you know, good impressions of each of ourselves. And these most likely will be facts that the other person already knows about themselves, but we don't know what the other person is going to decide to say about us right, we right have, now. We have not discussed this. We, we literally just said five things about the other person and don't tell us. So, And this is just kind of off-the-cuff thoughts that we had. I'm a little worried that Jacob was nice on all of them <laughs> and i just kind of have facts here just just facts i just kind of have things about you mine are pretty factual so maybe i'll th maybe i'll throw in another nice thing or two but i just kind of went with my instincts of what i thought okay. and here we are do you want to go first sure i'll go first okay, this is cool. something that jacob said earlier which i thought was really funny so i wanted to say it too okay which is my number one thing here jacob's fit but like is not okay <laughs> that's it because we since we've been here we've started working out a good bit which is it has been great but jake jake's was jake's a strong dude <laughs> but also eats like a trash can i do it's so funny to me because <laughs> like if he honestly would like hone in some sort of like specific diet the dude would just be jacked all the time. And why would I do that? <laughs> well, why would I do that? Why would I deprive myself of delicious foods? Exactly. Honestly, I, wh why does anybody? Yeah. So I just thought that was super funny when he said it, so I want to throw it in. Because honestly, <laughs> it, was, it's, it was just so true. Because like I said, he's a super strong dude, but he's just, you know, he just eats like a trash can. And honestly, I respect him. Um, what can I say? I, I know myself pretty well. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have introduced myself. Maybe, I, maybe I should have been the gun. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't give me shouldn't give me the option to tell people that you eat like a trash can. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty. I think that's plainly obvious uh, to anyone who knows me. Um, <laughs> I eat like a garbage disposal. Um, and you know what? I I I, I haven't really tried to commit to a diet. I've done it like maybe like one or two weeks it just, it feels kind of not not dumb or useless but i don't know i would never be able to stick to a diet it it feels like it's inevitably going to fail That's at least I for some too. at least at least for myself like if i tried to just eat salads and veggies or whatever and tried to limit my eating or whatever i i don't think i would be able to do it for more than a week the way you just said that made me make a realization like, my main excuse is, like, I can't eat the same thing, like, every day. But, like, I literally do. I eat the same five things every week. Like, you I really have do. pizza. I have Chick-fil-A because I work there. And I have, like, goldfish. And that's all I eat. Well, and air fried wings. Air now. fried chicken wings. Yes, I do eat those a lot, too. I, I just eat. I think I eat them in just too large a quantity. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago. You bought this one of those, you know, gallon cardboard boxes of goldfish, mm -hmm. and then like two days later, it was gone or basically gone. I don't really eat. I didn't. I know I didn't eat any goldfish from that tub. I don't really Correct. eat goldfish in general, but the thing was almost gone, and I was astounded that you went through this gallon box of goldfish well, in two days. Here's the thing days. about goldfish: goldfish are just like the best cracker. So, but are they? Okay, yes, they are. They're not and, the best cracker. And, and you know what? Anybody who says any flavor goldfish is good. 
<laughs> is a crackhead because like they're not no they're not good they're not i like the regular I ones and i don't even like the extreme ones those are gross i i think the best flavor goldfish is the regular one and i, I i'm not a very vanilla guy when it comes to eating i like different things and i like you know different textures and different flavors like i like trying the new dorito or the new lays chip but i really really like regular goldfish for some reason do you like the rainbow goldfish yeah, because they don't taste any different. And right. I co- honestly couldn't remember, but I'm sure you've had them yeah, recently. Yeah, I've, I've had them a billion times. Uh, they, they taste great, too. I like the colors. Um, I like the purple goldfish in, in the colored goldfish. Right. Because they remind me of purple potatoes. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, do you want to just go back and forth, or do you want to... Uh... Uh, yeah, we'll go back and forth. Okay, cool. So, my first fact about Kyle... Let's hear it. ...is... Uh, I just wrote super smart engineer. Oh, wow. That um, is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kyle is, uh, stupidly intelligent and stupidly is, is used in like a, a like a, an exaggeratory way. Exactly. Okay. Um, like too intelligent for your own good. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if that's an insult or not. Like, so Kyle is studying to be an engineer obviously we've already mentioned that true um which is already a a, you know a huge thing but in general you're just so well-rounded like okay kyle is good at sports oh wow this is all in the this is all in the fact of a smart engineer yeah well it is and i think it's part of my second one too but i'm gonna go ahead and put in the first one okay because you're good at sports, you're good, you're smart, like, you're book smart, and you're, like, uh, musically talented, too. So, here you have, like, this crazy triple threat who's, like, super intelligent and everything, but lacks, like, some, and not all, some common knowledge. Like, some, some, (laughs) some simple things you lack. And I think it's funny because you have, like, this wealth of knowledge in your head and you just like sometimes you blunder and i'm like oh this person can fail <laughs> like is that that's a thing i don't know um it's true i can't blow a bubble with gum that's my common knowledge that i lack i, I don't didn't know, know how until now i do not know how <laughs> you really can't i have tried so many times matter of fact i forget how long ago this was but sara and i forget who else was there we were sitting on my living room floor for maybe two hours and she had all this gum and she was like you're gonna learn how to do this what and i could not for the life of me we had like double bubble and trident and all these different types of gums i couldn't do it with any of them and this came up recently with somebody and they were like do you know how to like blow the uh rings underwater and i know how to do that like i managed to do it a couple years ago um at this lake that my family goes to i just i think i'd seen a video recently and i was like oh i want to try yeah, and so I did, and I just kind of, you know, moved my mouth in a certain way, and it made a ring. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool! I can do that now." <laughs> and then someone was like, "If you know how to do that, you know how to blow a bubble with gum." Apparently, they're the same motion. They're not. Hey, I tried afterward. It's not. That's not a thing. If you ever want to know what it's like to be Kyle, um, just try to remember the feeling of when you tried something for the first time and you got it right the first time. <laughs> that's how Kyle feels all the time. That's and, not true. And that is a hundred percent true. That's like. 70% true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I, and and 
as someone who just fails at everything pretty much <laughs> like this it's it's weird to have a best not weird but it's 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 i've gotten used to it at this point this is this is the thing that me and jacob disagree on um not verbally usually but that we just disagree on in general he'll always tell people this thing that i am jacob 2.0 <laughs> and that really bugs me because it's just him putting himself down and putting me on this pedestal that i really don't want to be on well it's true though like 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 you're me but just a little bit taller <laughs> a little bit more handsome a little bit more smarter like everything you are you're just a little bit better than me at like i always i always use the exa example of like smash brothers like smash brothers isn't a game that requires a ton of skill it's just you gotta like learn how to do combos and like do them fast and like move your character around i probably we probably played what like 450 rounds of smash probably something like that i've won six and i think four of those were with your banjo kazooie yeah four of those. i can't handle banjo kazooie <laughs> i don't know how to do it <laughs> uh, and like i i just i mean not, not that i'm just like bad at smash i'm not great but kyle's just good he's just good at everything just get good kid i mean you'll beat me one day yeah i've been practicing so <laughs> um so let's go ahead and move along kyle's okay. good at everything um this is we talked about food and this is just a preference that he has that i don't jacob loves spicy food i do he is a fiend for spicy anything that would just punish his butt afterwards <laughs> he will eat and enjoy it the entire time yeah and i nope yeah i um i wasn't always this way either um when i was younger i was extremely picky um i used to have like this propensity to i don't remember what i used to eat because like some kids like they only eat like string cheese or they only eat like one thing. I don't remember what it was that I ate. It probably was peanut butter and jelly. I definitely which, ate a lot of PB and J. Which now I can't really stand. Like I can't like not that I can't stand it, but I can't eat like grape jelly anymore. Oh, I still love it. I I don't know. But PB and J with some ruffle sour cream and cheddar chips. Oh. Regardless, I think when I became a teenager and I started like experimenting more with foods and like deciding kind of what I liked, um, wings became one of those things really quickly mm -hmm. that I became to like. And as I started making my own sauce and I started making it more and more hot, I really started to like pushing the upper limit of spicy food. Like eating peppers became no problem. I can't, I can't have pizza with that like red pepper flake on it. Like I got to no, see, it. I can't do, no. I mean, red pepper flake, red pepper flakes aren't really spicy to me or anything, but I just don't, they're, they don't enhance the taste of pizza for me. They just kind of exist. Like if I have like a cold cut sandwich, I want the buffalo version of the meat. Like I don't want like the regular meat. I want – I put buffalo sauce on it. I, I, I use buffalo sauce as like my ketchup. Like I <laughs> – it just – I don't know, man. That's just the way I am. And I hope that that doesn't create any long-term problems because that's going to suck if I can't eat hot sauce when I'm like 30. <laughs> um, I, uh, you act like long-term is when – 30 hits and uh, oh, long-term problems start. 30 is not that far. At the rate I eat hot sauce, though, <laughs> like, that could create some serious issues. Like, if someone drank beer at the rate I eat hot sauce, they would die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like... They would need to go to a meeting, but they wouldn't make it. The proportions, you know, are obvious. I, 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 I think that would... Uh, I think that's the way it's going to go. But hopefully not. We'll see. Yeah, and I'm... 
the opposite. Yeah, I've tried to wean Kyle into some hot stuff. Like, like um, I don't know. I haven't really like pushed anything on you, but I've just been like trying to like make some weaker sauces. And no, you're like no. And this it's in case, but used to the mild at Buffalo Wild Wings too spicy for me. I couldn't use I, I used like to ketchup. not be able to do that. I can still I can do that now, but even now like I can feel it, you know, and I don't enjoy it as much as I just enjoy a teriyaki wing. And you know it's really interesting like the the science behind that's pretty surprising because like from what I understand like the basic rudimentary science of like spicy food like it's not like spice is not the same for everybody. Right. Like it literally yeah. just isn't the same. It's like Okay, a chili pepper to me tastes fine, but to you, it'll hurt more for some unknown reason. Right. That, that, it's not like, oh, you're just a baby. You need to get used to it. It literally just hurts some people. And that, it, that's interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. All right, hit me up. Second fact about me. Oh, I forgot. It's my turn. Um, I, I put this on the list because I do think it's part of your personality. Okay. Um. You're a man of many board games. That's true. Um, whenever I go shopping for you for like birthdays or Christmas, board games is normally the number or card games is like normally the number one thing I think of when I go looking for you. Yeah, my mom does the same thing if she goes Christmas shopping. She's like clothes and board games. That's that's it. Is that is that why you have so many board games? Is it because people just keep buying them for you? Yeah, honestly, at this point, I don't remember the last board game that I bought for myself. Mm. Or just card game or, you know, tabletop game. Right. I, and most of the time at this point, it's like, uh, I saw a new game and like when I first played Liar's Dice for the first time, mm -hmm. I was, I, this was years ago. Um, and I was like, I told my mom, this game is so much fun and so competitive. And I honestly don't know if it gets, gets sold anymore, but this game is cool yeah. and I want it. And then. I had Christmas rolled around and I got Liar's Dice and I was like, cool, I have a new board game. Or like someone bought me Super Fight a couple of Christmases ago because I had talked about it, playing it with uh, Ricky and all them. Yep. Um, so yeah, at this point, I don't remember the last game that I bought for myself. Most of the games that I own are things that people have bought for me just because I love board games and tabletop games. Yeah. I um I grew up with a family that didn't abstain from board games but didn't play them often until we uh became much older and we have extended family who loves playing cards so whenever we would go up there we played board games to play card games and stuff like that and like it became like a treat to us almost yeah. like like if we ever like the only reason i know how to play monopoly is because we played it like one time like we didn't play it often Oh, we played so much. And you would not be able to... I could not count the times that we played a Monopoly game and just had it sitting on the kitchen table for days, just trying to like, trying to finish it when everyone was around and play for a couple hours and then just leave it there and wow. always eat dinner in the living room because we weren't moving that Monopoly game till it was done. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we did play like games later on, and I think one of the main reasons we didn't play as much is because my dad would just pwn us all like <laughs> like like if we played trivial pursuit forget it like your dad wins. is good at board. like we played werewolf however long ago oh, okay. at y'all's place but the thing is about werewolf is like he's an investigator he knows I know. when people are oh, but that's lying the thing he's just got a clever mind and, yeah. and werewolf would helped him tremendously right um, um so but, your dad do you have a favorite game at the moment card tabletop board game whatever werewolf hasn't gotten old yet 
I really like Werewolf. Werewolf's so good. Um, I also, hmm, I am. I have always been a fan, a longtime fan of Clue. I, really, I haven't played Clue in so long. Well, me neither. But I think that's like one of the first board games I think of, and it's like it's like a an interesting mystery game, and like I I think that that's like. It's just it's just such a classic, but that's right. that's what I think of when I think of board games. I'm sure if I thought about it hard enough, I could think of more that I like more. Right. Um. Speaking of board games, before I forget, we need to play Catan and we need to buy Catan. We do. Like I said, I have Catan, but I think it's back home right now. I can grab oh. it after I go home. Yeah, let's do that because okay. I feel like we're missing out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love Catan. I've played it many many times. Yeah. Um. I think oh, right now, since we've I... played it a couple times, Liar's Dice is like up on my top of the list right now just because we played it a lot recently just because i just revered clue screw clue uh risk is my favorite game oh risk Risk. i love risk i didn't realize that was your favorite though it's definitely my favorite and i again that's where that's when i was with my extended family uh up in pa we would play until like three o'clock in the morning and that was some of the best times i remember playing was was them with them risk is so good it's also such a long game same Mm -hmm. as monopoly Yep. So Risk is definitely my favorite game. Okay. All right. I got number three for you. Number three. Um this one goes to your personality itself. Okay. Um Jacob <clears throat> excuse me. Jacob is incredibly nice to just everyone. And I feel like sometimes it's too nice. Yeah. And not in a bad way, but just in a way that hurts him physically sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's probably true. Um, but Jacob, like, you would never catch Jacob getting angry at a stranger if the stranger did something just that they were in the wrong mm-hmm. and, like, got in his way or bumped him or... Uh, you you know what I'm saying. Just he wouldn't yeah. get angry at a stranger like some people would. Now, at the same time, Jacob is also someone that will get angry at a stranger if that person is, um, attacking or hurting verbally or physically any people, any person that he cares about, or someone that's his friend. Like if you're a friend of Jacob's and you're around him, and someone just starts verbally abusing you. Jacob will stand up for you. Jacob's not really afraid of confrontation for other people. Like if he if someone needs to be confronted and needs to be confronted, he will confront that person. Yeah. But if he doesn't need to, he's going to be insanely nice to that person. It's opposite ends of the spectrum. And I think uh to add on to that, even when I confront that person, probably still going to be kind of <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, could you please just I mean, I, I may, um, just not. <laughs> I may start out like firm and like, hey, but <laughs> is that your definition of firm? Well, like, I don't hey, know. Like you, I may start out like you know, let's just say angry, for lack of a better term. But eventually, it will turn nice. Like I've had to deal with customers like that before. Right. Like when, like, uh, either when they get upset or when, like something's wrong and i can't control it i've had to like come across as firm and like um 
you know, just just firm and like there's a word I'm missing, but stern. Yeah, like come across very stern and then like cool the situation down and with your niceties. I, with my niceties, <laughs> um, I've had to do that a couple of times, and I've I've gotten pretty good at it. But yeah, I, I would consider myself one of nicer people. Like, oh, for sure. Like, who do you think's nicer than me? Like, there's there's definitely people who are. Um, what that I know, or just in the broad spectrum of humanity, in who's broad, nicer than you? In the broad spectrum of humanity, I don't know, because I can't exactly speak for celebrities or whatever, because I only know them of what I've seen of them. Okay, but Paul Rudd gave cookies out to people voting in line, so like, so he's Paul probably Rudd, nicer than you. Paul yeah. Rudd, I think it's safe to say Paul Rudd is probably nicer than me. Well, he gave people cookies, so he has to be. But if you gave somebody cookies, you might you could probably give him a run for his money. Okay. But I've never seen you give strangers cookies. So, so next election, I'm baking a bunch of cookies. You're gonna wait till you're gonna wait four years to try and give Paul Rudd a run for his money. Well, he 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 gave it to them in the election, like 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 in the voting line. So I gotta like maybe I should give them something else. So then you give it to people in the hospital. <laughs> One up him. <laughs> That's way nicer than just giving it to people who are standing around fully healthy. Yeah, just go door to door, like someone's just like on their deathbed. I'm like, hey, want a cookie? <laughs> I'm real nice. <laughs> Get it on camera. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, um, I've been told that before. Um, I think it's just the way I was raised. But it's funny, also. I I do have. I mean, let's 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 just put it this way. My sister and I differ in a lot of different ways. Like, 100%. like, uh, I think that. She can be nice. A lot of times, she doesn't choose to be nice. I think it's more around people she's closer to that she doesn't choose to be nice to, rather than like yeah. strangers. And I think that's the I think that's the case for a lot of us. Really, anyone that was raised, what semi decently, yeah. is gonna have a propensity to be nice to strangers Manners. because that is the default tone that you should take with strangers is nice. Mm-hmm. And then people you're close to. If they upset you, you get to be a little um, testy. Uh huh. A little testy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't need to. I don't want to hang on that word. So you're number three. My number three. Um, we can talk about this on the first podcast. Okay. Um, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, I have a theory that Kyle doesn't poop. What? what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know where you're going with this. Go on. Okay. So, since we moved in together, um, one of the first things we bought, obviously, together was toilet paper. We went to the Walmart. We bought a bunch of stuff, but we bought toilet paper. We bought one of those smaller packs. Um, first of all, I underestimated how much toilet paper I use, <laughs> and I think I overestimated how much toilet paper a normal human uses. I guess I'm probably the the extreme case. I think you're on the extreme end. Yeah. So to put it into perspective, we moved in together in August, and it is now November. Middle of August, and now it's the middle of November, in or fact, beginning middle of November. It's almost been three months exactly, right? Yes, almost three months exactly. We're a couple of days shy of three months. So when we, when we moved in together, we each split the role of six toilet with toilet paper rolls three each right we were just talking today and kyle is still 
on his third roll of toilet paper. I am pretty sure that the one I'm currently using is roll number three. I've had to buy. I, I bought like a huge like 20 pack because I, I just burned through the first three within like within, I don't know, a couple weeks maybe. Like It was look, so quick. Probably it was less so quick. That. It probably was cheap toilet paper too, to be honest. It, I mean, it's like. It's two or more ply. That crap is soft. It's nice toilet paper. Anyway, I ain't gonna lie. But to to, to keep going with this wonderful conversation we're having, <laughs> I I think Kyle is purposefully throwing away toilet paper <laughs> to stave off or blowing his nose, but isn't pooping. <laughs> okay, I can I can with hard clarity say that I definitely poop. You know, I just, I think you overestimate how much a single person needs to get clean enough with the amount of toilet paper needed. See, I think you overestimate the need. I, I, I think with my case, like with my butthole, let's say. Oh, good. Um, this is podcast <laughs> number one, ladies and gentlemen. Um, It's... It's so hard for me to get clean. I have to take at least three different trips down there, like down to the land where no one has ever seen. <laughs> like I have to take you personally three, make a trek down there three or four times before I feel clean, and then I normally take one more because it, <laughs> just for posterity. Well, not for posterity. It's just it just I don't feel clean, and if I don't feel clean, I probably don't smell clean. So I'd rather do that than smell like poop. <laughs> all right fair but for me four sheets a wipe and then a second go at it to just make sure you're all good on a normal on a on a normal drop of the deuce is typically enough i i just i that's something i consistently struggle with is that's such a weird thing to struggle with. It is, and especially as a 22-year-old man. I probably shouldn't be struggling with this at this point. Maybe you're out there and you, you feel my pain. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. All right. Um, number four about Jacob. And we didn't. We semi-mentioned it in passing, um, but my boy Jacob is a big old theater nerd. Mm -hmm. Loves all kinds of musicals is a singer and dancer himself and uh that's just his jam like if we're not listening to straight up music we'll listen to musicals because i love him as well but he knows so much more about musical theater than i do and listens to so many more musicals than i do um that's just that that, that that's his thing that's that's a that's a that's a whole portion of him now i still haven't been to a broadway show yeah neither of us have which is super unfortunate and neither of us really cared about um theater or musical theater until the middle of high school yeah late high school i'll say this i i don't want to say hamilton got me into theater i listened to a few soundtracks and stuff like that before then uh but yeah i i think hamilton was one of, i was already acting in theater before i even listened to hamilton but I wasn't listening to soundtracks like every day and like yeah. absorbing as much as I could before Hamilton. I think that was one of the main things that really solidified my love of theater. No, it was for me too because our senior year of high school, we were both dating different people that were super into musical theater. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I even 
audition for the spring musical that we were doing is because my girlfriend at the time wanted or she wasn't my girlfriend yet i had a super big crush on her oh, and she was like yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to try out for this musical and i was like oh i'm so gonna do that <laughs> and so i did and matter of fact the christmas break before when we were all just really good friends at the time mm-hmm. you were already dating um your girlfriend at the time i wasn't dating mine yet i'm just not name dropping i don't know why we've already <laughs> named up like four different people but it's okay um and i was going to my cousin's wedding uh this is december of 2015 mm-hmm. and they were just like you have to listen to hamilton you have to listen to hamilton hamilton's so good hamilton's so good and so the whole ride to texas and the whole way back the only thing i did i had Ham- i had a hamilton in my headphones and i was just memorizing the lyrics to all the songs because i just desperately wanted to impress this girl so hamilton for sure definitely is the thing that got me super into musical theater mm-hmm. and then past that like she was about to do do a duet from dogfight and so i started listening to that um and so I started getting to all these different musicals and then you were showing me some cause you had been in it for a little bit. Um, yeah. so it was definitely, it was about senior year that like, I get, I just got super into musical theater out of nowhere and I still am. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, like I said, my girlfriend at the time actually made me CDs that were musical soundtracks. I forgot about that. Yeah, because my car at the time was like a 2000 Saturn station wagon, which didn't have Bluetooth or a new radio in it at all. It only had a CD drive. So she literally burned me CDs. Like we were, you know, dating in the 90s. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I listened to a lot of musicals through there. Uh, Eventually, when I got a newer car, uh, I started listening to musicals on my rides to work, you know, and yeah, I probably have like, God, like a hundred musicals in my iTunes now. And it's so hard to keep track of the ones I've listened to and ones I haven't. I've just downloaded a bunch of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, musical theater has been something that even, you know, since high school, I've been wanting to be an actor and be on stage singing and dancing. So hopefully that dream comes true. Um, that's the only thing I see myself doing. It's the only thing that I ever feel like I fully enjoy is entertaining other people. Yeah. Um, and it's like actually had enjoy, but also been super passionate about, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's like the only thing, like we were even talking about, like if I was going to be in a STEM career, what would I, what would, <laughs> what would I, you even do? What would I even do? And we went through like all of them and I was like, can't do that. Nope. Nope. Too much math. Nope. Nope. Like we kept like going through it. Um, and it was so true. Of course, we landed on geology, but that's a joke of a science. Right. Yeah. It, it was so funny. We were talking about it, and we were like, yeah, you can't do this, can't do that, can't do that. And like you had mentioned geology. And I was like, you know what? I actually like that geology class I took in college. And you were like, oh, yeah, geology sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, it's we, awful. We need geology. I think geology is necessary. I'm sh- sure we need it, but I just I couldn't care less. I could not care less about geology. I think it was, it was an interesting class. I think geo- I didn't take a geology class. I took an earth science class, and geology was a huge part of it. So, it just bores me so much. But to each his own. To each his own, yeah. All right, hit me with it. Number four. Number four. Well, since I kind of joined two of them together, I'm going to make up one on the spot. Yeah, I'm going to have to make one up, too. I'm not going <laughs> to use my fifth that <laughs> no, I have no, no, here. No, no. Okay, cool, cool. Um, we can talk about Harry Potter. Oh, because, okay. Because Harry Potter... That came out of nowhere. Well, it's something that I think you are also a huge fan of and i think love harry potter i think from what i remember 
You weren't allowed to watch it as a kid. No. So I wasn't allowed to watch or read Harry Potter as a kid. I grew up Christian and I still am Christian. Um, but as a as a kid, it was um, no Harry Potter. Like I couldn't watch Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, those things that had to do with wizardry and witchcraft, we just weren't allowed to watch. And then at some point, I forget how old I was, but my mom got us the Harry Potter movies for Christmas. Mm. She's like, you're old enough now. This isn't going to influence you and make you try and go stir up a cauldron filled with horse hair and urine. And I was like, yeah, that's a fair point, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she let us have the Harry Potter movies, but I, and I, and I really wanted to watch them and none of the rest of them, none of my siblings or mom really wanted to watch them. And I didn't really want to watch them alone, mm -hmm. but I knew that I wanted to be part. And I didn't watch those movies for like a year and a half. We had them for so long and wow. I didn't watch them. And now as I'm telling this, I'm realizing how much of my current personality is based off of my high school relationship. But <laughs> <laughs> the first time I watched, the first time I watched the Harry Potter movies was uh, because of uh, my high school girlfriend. She is the one that like, I said I had the Harry Potter movies and never seen them. And she was the one that said, we are going to sit down and watch all those movies because you are going to love them. And I was sure. like, all right, I, you're probably right. Let's do it. Um, and for some reason, my mom forgot to buy the Half-Blood Prince. So we had to wait a little bit until we got that movie. Mm -hmm. So like you can see our movies. They're all just normal DVD except for the Half-Blood Prince. It's Blu-ray and it's this tiny DVD case. And it's That's just funny. It's middle and stupid. But matter of fact, this mic is resting on top of my stack of my Harry Potter books yeah. because the mic stands we have are kind of low. And so this Harry Potter book stack is the perfect height for this mic to be in front of. So Harry Potter is probably one of the things I enjoy the most in life now. I read back to the series as soon as quarantine started, like in two weeks. I was just burning through the books. Yeah. Um, and I have some of the outside books as well, like the, um, the Quidditch Through the Ages book and fantastic beasts and where to find them and you also had the curse of child too right uh so i borrowed that from a friend but i did read oh, it i don't have that book um but yeah harry potter is a i love harry potter if i were ever going to get a tattoo probably my first tattoo i would get would probably be harry potter themed mm. most likely it's crazy um i had a kind of a similar experience i don't know if i've ever told you this but um when i was in middle school we had to rent a a library book um, and for some reason, I just picked the first Harry Potter book. Um, I just grabbed it and put it in my house, and I never read it. <laughs> um, and one of the teachers um, got word that my library book was like five months overdue because um, he had to return them after like a week or whatever. And they sent me a letter saying, you need to return your library book or get it renewed. And I was like, well, I'm going to renew it. Ha. Huh. <laughs> two more weeks beat the system so i renewed it and i think that night i must have gotten grounded or something i didn't have my phone or i didn't have my computer or whatever so i just tried to pick up the book i was like oh, i'll just read this why not and i read through the entire thing that night i couldn't put it down and that's the first book the first book is great it installs a lot of it's great character building yeah and it's not a super long book either no. so like reading it at night is totally feasible i mean for me though like i wasn't reading anything <laughs> so it was a big thing and I went back to the library, and immediately the next day, I was like, I need all these books. Yeah. Like, I went through and burned through them. And that was, like, five years probably before you even watched the first movie. So Yeah, it's not, since I only watched the first movie, I guess I was senior year. I guess I've been super into Harry Potter for five years, probably close to five years. 
I'd say I'm I'm somewhat of a casual fan. Um but it's also funny. I I I still think the idea that a book about like friendship and relationships and like I guess kind of puberty like and like the uh the way you face your fears and like all those like good themes is somehow horrible because they use wands and magic. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. And even as a kid, I was like, what is wrong with wizards? Like, I don't understand what's the deal. Like, I guess for some people, like that's just their thing. But yeah, well, it comes from a place where like people in terms of uh, in Christianity and why we weren't allowed to watch it, it comes from a place of people in biblical times actually performing um, you know, trying to do spells like wizard and witchcraft or whatever, and it was kind of seen as satanic worship. And not that these stories of great themes where they have wand in their hand, wands in their hands are bad, but they hear the word wizard and witchcraft, and they're like, we're not looking into it. It's the word wizard and witchcraft. We'll just leave it out of their lives for a little bit until they're more mature. So it, it is weird, but also I'm not mad about it. Well, like, like what... What could Harry Potter do to like a ten year old Kyle? You know what I mean? Like, like what is like? That's like one of the least harmless things. I and think. I think that's something that, like, because because you have to remember this is our our parents and grandparents making these decisions for us when we're kids. Yeah. Now I think the world and even the um, the Christian world is at a place where when people our age start to have kids at some point that's not something that we're going to be worried about at all. Mm -hmm. We're in some, I don't want to call it progressive state of mind, but we're in some state of mind now where we're fairly confident that if we show our children Harry Potter, they're not going to immediately try to attempt witchcraft and by proxy start worshiping Satan. Like that's not something that we're going to be worried about, but I think the older generations possibly were, or that was mm -hmm. something that, something that they were just taught and just rolled with. It's also crazy that Harry Potter's still on like a no read list in some libraries where like like you can't read it at all. I know. That I I'm kinda sad at the no read list that came out a couple weeks or months ago or something, like Kite Runner got put on a no read list. Um Fahrenheit four fifty one, the I know. book about burning books. Are you kidding me? Like that's so stupid. But Kite Runner is probably one of my favorite books of all time. It's such a good book. And I was really sad that it got put on the no read list. It's like all the books about like rebellion and like yeah. you know learning about that kind of stuff it just and i know kite runner has sort of like an adult theme that happens pretty early on really? and kind of sits with him throughout the rest of the book but i wasn't reading that until senior year anyway like if you're not mature enough to read about this theme that that you need to learn because mm -hmm. i did you read kite runner no i didn't um there's something that happens and which i won't spoil it in case you or anyone else ever reads it but Something happens to uh, the guy who's narrating the book as a kid, mm -hmm. and it like it just sits there in the back of his mind for years. And like twenty years later, he's like given an opportunity to reconcile what he did wrong all those years ago as a kid. Whereas when he was a kid, if he had just kind of come out and told the truth or just stood up for his friend in the moment, then he wouldn't have had to deal with these repercussions of what was happening in his brain and just the sadness he felt all the time for 20 some odd years if he had just done what was right in the moment. Wow. And it's it's such a cool theme. Um, and now it's on a no read list and it's I, I love that book. That's, that's weird. That's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, man. All right. Is it my turn for the last one? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, I switched it up last minute just because I happened to think about it while we were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob here is an incredibly hard worker. Hmm. That's also just part of who he is. I'm not even really sure if it's because of how he was raised or um, because of the church setting that we grew up in. But like when we were in church, for instance, if, if things needed to be broken down or set up for an event, Jacob's there. He's setting yeah. up chairs and rolling out tables or like like when I know when he's at his job, he's always got managers commending him for the hard work that he's doing or wanting him to uh, upgrade his status at his job so that he has more responsibilities because people know that he can handle more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man works hard when he has to and even when he doesn't have to. Just if not in an effort to please others, just to make sure something's done. I'll say this about my hard work. I mean, because I, I have been told that a billion times. I do feel like I am one of the world's worst procrastinators, though. <laughs> like, I I don't know, man. Like, like I think when it comes to what I have to do, I know, like, I need to get it done, and I will, I'll do it. And I, and I have no issue with that. Like, if I'm working, or if I'm working for a boss, I know how to impress a boss. I know how to, you know, talk the way I need to talk, or do the things I need to do in the right way. Yeah. But like when it comes to like creating or like if I'm in a play, stunning my lines, I, I, <laughs> I procrastinate. Like I just sorry, I the do. face you made really caught me. <laughs> like, like I do, I feel bad because I, I, I know I have like this determination. Like I, I want to do it, but like I don't know. I, I feel like I need to, I need to be in the moment working. If I'm like at my house working or in my room, I get distracted too easy. Yeah, for sure. I do feel like you, on the other hand, when it comes to your school, there's like no upper limit to what you can do. Like, I there there definitely is, and I'm finding that more and more as I go through uh, my degree, especially with some of the classes I'm in now. But I I differ from you in that sense when it comes to doing schoolwork. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good about um, slotting my time and spreading things out and doing homework over time before right before it's due. Now when it comes to like like you said, like when it comes to creating, even for this, I wanted so badly to procrastinate this. Like we had scheduled today to record yeah. and we we were both super excited about it cuz it's the first time. But we got in here and we got back from me get my haircut and I looked at all the equipment and I was like Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I want to procrastinate yeah. this and just I want to figure out all kinds of different things before I do this. Mm. But then the second we stepped in, I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to be here. Yeah, I think that's part of part of life in general is like you have to kind of like instead of like dipping your feet in, you kind of have to jump into it. Yeah, like, for sure. Like that's just the way things are. Um, and I think as far as like work ethic goes, you can work as hard as I can. Like I can. Like I, I think we both are work hard workers. For sure. Like I don't think my like I don't think the way I do things is different or better than you. I no. think you are more determined in different areas than I am. I was just about to say, I think we both have a certain work ethic when it comes to an area that we know we can figure it out. Yeah. Like trying to figure out this sound earlier for instance we were having some audio problems i knew that i could figure this out either with some decent google searches or just 
looking at the words on the screen and trying to figure out what they meant. I knew that I could figure this out. And so I was just sitting here and I wasn't going to stop until I figured it out. Um, and that's just a work ethic I have, but if it were, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but for something that I just don't think I'd be able to figure it out, my work ethic would probably just die. Mm. Yeah. Like, cause I love to learn new things and try and figure things out. But if it's just something that I know is out of the realm of my skill at the time, I'm probably just not going to try. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So we're on the last thing. Let's do it. What's my, what's my number five? Um, this is off the dome, so okay. this is kind of about me, but it's about you. Well, that's selfish. It is selfish, but... <laughs> well, it's half selfish. Yeah. I think it's not unfair to say you have watched a numerous amount of movies. That's true. Um, in fact, you, in your childhood home, have a... Like, not you specifically, your family has a humongous collection of just DVDs. That's true. Like... Like you have shelves and shelves, um, whereas I, typic, I, I consider myself to not be cultured in that way. The thing is, I love movies. I love watching movies probably more than anything. You do love movies, but I just haven't seen them, and I think it's part of like the the Christian background, and part of procrastination, I guess, or just not having time, or yeah, not having downtime to watch movies. I, I guess. I just haven't seen a lot of classic movies, and you have. I have seen a good bit, and I think after, I don't really know what age, but at some point I was like, there are so many movies that I know so many people have seen that I have just not seen. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to sit down and watch a lot of them, and just kind of throughout time, I have. Um, And this brings up an interesting topic that we had a conversation about months ago yeah. with my older brother. My older brother is under the impression that he has easily seen a thousand movies. Now, I think I've seen a lot of movies, but I do not think that he or I have seen upwards of a thousand movies. My little brother is probably the closest. I don't think even he has seen a thousand plus movies. He's probably very close, though. Yeah, I I think like a thousand is a lot of hours, That's and you just don't have that kind of downtime. It is a lot of hours, and I'm sure throughout all of our lifetime, we have definitely had that many hours of downtime to spend watching movies. But A, I don't spend all my downtime watching movies. Mm -hmm. We've been here for an hour and two minutes, and we're not watching a movie. We're no. doing this. But I would, if I had to guess, my number would probably be somewhere in the 600s or maybe 500s, if I had to guess. But there's no way to check that. And that's at this point. Like, we're only in our 20s. Like, yeah. like, like if we were in our 40s, okay, that might be a little bit different. Yeah, that might be a different story. But, like, at our 20s, like, there's just no way. Like, okay, let's just put it into perspective, right? Let's say you've seen all the Pixar movies, all the Harry Potter movies, all the, like, uh, Marvel movies that just came out. And... You're looking at, like, 40 movies. Then. That's 50. 40. Like... That's not a that's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. That's probably like I mean, rough math. Three hundred hours, some something like that. well, if it's about fifty movies, then you're probably looking at somewhere closer to like a hundred to a hundred fifty hours. Yeah, that's okay. That that was way too much for me. <laughs> but regardless, like that kind of downtime, it just it just doesn't happen. Like I I I seriously think like. 
for me, and this is going to shock some people, maybe <laughs> let's find out. Maybe 175. Yeah, to it, 200. And honestly, maybe not even that many. I mean, I, I I can I can probably the thing is there's not like a list of movies somewhere where you can just that's go the problem. Through. We can't go through all the production companies or just the list of movies that exist and just scroll through and be like, seen it, seen it, nope, nope, seen it, seen it. That would, would take there for hours. Legitimately, an infinite amount of time, I think. Yeah, so we can't do that. So we just gotta kind of have to roughly guesstimate, um, which sucks. But yeah. but um. That's something I think that kind of also defines your personality, a wealth of movie knowledge. Yeah. I've also um, watched, I think, a lot more TV than you. That's true. That's true also. I, I think that um, you have this really high regard for TV, and I don't. I, <laughs> I don't like TV that much. I, I love sitcoms. I know a lot of people now, for some reason, are just like not the fan of sitcoms because they can be cheesy or whatnot, but things like... Even the older ones, especially like Seinfeld, Friends is my top. I know that's a little basic, but I've watched Friends like 14 times. Friends, Seinfeld, uh, King of Queens, stuff like that. I love those shows. And newer ones like uh, Big Bang Theory. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine is so funny. Uh, the Office, obviously, Parks and Rec. Those are incredible TV shows. Um, I have not watched a lot of... Um drama 45 minute episode mm -hmm. tv i watched a good bit of supernatural um i didn't know that like probably the first six seven seasons and then eventually i just stopped and I never went back and i probably never will yeah um i watched a lot of criminal minds you just finished game of thrones i did just finish game of thrones which was so hard <laughs> only because again we've been talking about the fact that uh, I'm a Christian, and obviously, if you know anything about Game of Thrones, it's very famous for just the, some of its explicit content. Yeah. So, like, half the time, I was just there, like, with my eyes closed, just listening to the words being said so I could know the storyline. But just, like, I think I just have this draw to, 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 to be a part of whatever is popular in culture. Mm. Like, and I don't desperately need to, but all I heard about the first four or five, six seasons of Game of Thrones is that it's some of the best TV that existed and I just wanted to be a part of it and so I watched it. Um, and it is incredibly good TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, also, I need to go back for a little bit. Okay. We were talking about movies. This bugs the absolute bejesus out of me. There are a couple of friends that I had back home and I noticed this when I was younger. They don't alphabetize things. And that bugs me so much. Like the shelf, the huge movie shelf that we have is alphabetized. Yeah. So if we want to watch a movie, we go, it's right there because that's where the bees start and then that's where it ends. So it's somewhere in there. But some people just have their movies just kind of laying about just in dressers or like their, mm -hmm. their games or whatever for PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. They're just kind of in shelves, not organized in any way. And then sometimes they'll just kind of throw a disc in an empty case if it's there <laughs> and not have it in the right. Oh, that bugs the absolute crap out of me. I don't know how I had to go make a list of five things about you and didn't mention your OCD at all. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so OCD about some stuff, man. I know. I don't. And I, I'm not going to say that I actually have OCD because I, I, I don't really know what constitutes having it and what doesn't. I don't think you do either. Because I, I don't. I don't. It's a whole thing that I don't truly understand, mm -hmm. but I am super picky about very specific things. Oh, yeah. Like, I do not care if my bed is made. 
like that uh, who cares mm-hmm. it's, it's just gonna sit there that's fair i've heard all of my life my mom was like make your bed so that i get in the habit of it i didn't because gross it's uh, like five seconds that i don't need to spend but your movies better be alphabetized <laughs> like when i whenever i'm in my own place or whatever family or not whatever happens to me later in life wherever my movies are if I still have physical copies of movies, I don't know what the future is. They're going to be alphabetized. Yeah. Or it better be <laughs> my set of digital movies just on the screen or whatever. Like they're not just kind of going to be there so I can just search it. They're going to be alphabetized and I'm going to scroll through and go find it. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's you un- not uniquely you. Like you're not the only one who does that, no. but I think that is part of your personality is being that kind of, for lack of a better word, anal about certain things. Like for that. sure. Um, having things organized, having things in a specific order. Sometimes I think there's other things that you aren't are kind of lax about, like you said, making your bed, or certain other things. But, um, yeah, that about wraps it up for us. I think. Yeah, that's all the that's all that that's all the ways we had to introduce each other. I think. Um, but we are going to mention the name of the show. Why are we calling the show? Oh, right, Milk and Screams. That's a great question because that's a interesting name. Um, and it's a name that we kind of struggled to put together for a while. Um, we wanted to have a name for the podcast before we put it out. Um, why milk and screams? Well, it, for lack of a better word, it basically describes us. Yeah, for sure. So, and, I'll, and we also figured out this name a week and a week and a half ago. True, maybe just, just to tell you how we put this, how fast we put this together. Like this has been a week. It and was a half. recent. Like we we started talking about doing a podcast again, and then we thought. What would what would we name it? And we were throwing around some names, and we didn't really land on one. The next day, Jacob said "Milk and Screams" because we were throwing around things about milk and stuff like that. Because yeah. that's my blood. Like if I could replace my blood with milk, I would. Kyle I love, drinks an obscene amount of milk. Like the amount of goldfish that Jacob goes through in two days is the amount of milk that I go through in two days. I burn through milk. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but we we still let it. We still we still let it slide. I, I guess. love it and. Jacob is one of those people with just an unnaturally loud voice. <laughs> like when he's going to scream, it's going to be insanely loud just for no reason. And matter of fact, our youth pastor had nicknamed him Yeller at some point, And that's yeah. like his social handle as well. Um, and I recently changed my, the thing I use on my gamer tag to 98% milk. So like it's even in part of our tags now as well because that's just like a big part of who we are. Yeah, it's weird to say that milk is the a big part of me, but it is. It really is. Like like if you know anything about Kyle, you probably know that he drinks a lot of milk. If you've been around him, like he'll eat he'll drink milk with spaghetti, or uh-huh. he'll drink milk. And, oh, anything with red sauce milk is so good with See, it. See, and I'm that's serious. where I start drawing Go, the line. I don't like soda. People always drink soda with pizza, and it's great. Go drink a glass of milk with a slice of pizza. If you can have red sauce on it, I'll tell you what, you won't go back. If, I, if you're anything like I, me, you won't go back. I think they will go back, <laughs> definitely. Um, so, yeah, that's that's why we named it um, Milk and Screams. And like we were saying, how fast it came together. The next day, he was like, Milk and Screams. And we were both like, that's a great name. And then later that same day, Jacob was had been doing research a lot that day about what podcast equipment a person would need for a group of two, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Because I was kind of gone all day. He was like, oh, I found this set. And he was like, I don't really have the money to buy it right now. And I was like, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, I mean, we can buy it right now if you want. And uh, click. And then we bought it. The next day after 
deciding, oh, we should come up with a name for the podcast. The next day, Jacob goes, here's the name. And I go, let's buy the equipment now. <laughs> and then we did. And then a week later, here we are recording the first one. It was seemingly instant. Yeah. And I and it kind of scared us a little bit because we didn't really know what we wanted to talk about. We really didn't know. Like whenever I've told someone, you know, hey, we're doing a podcast. They're like, what's it about? We're like, <laughs> um, just whatever, I just, guess. Just whatever, anything. So um, we're super excited to keep this going. I think this is going to be really fun for you. Yeah. I didn't really know what to expect for this first one, but it's been an hour and 12 minutes so far. Yeah. So, I mean, this went way better and longer than I thought it was going to. And it went so, pretty fast as well. So Yeah. So I I think that wraps everything up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's everything up. Everything up. We hope to, this should be out on Sunday. Hopefully. So uh, every Sunday we'll have one out. Um, hopefully. We'll <laughs> let you know if there's going to be a, a schedule change or anything like that. So. Yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, thank you. And we don't really have a set way that we're exiting podcasts yet. So this is just kind of, it's just going to kind of end. So we're going to say, we're going to say, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>